Well, hello there, folks. Normal and abnormal folks. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Death Taxes in Comedy, a simple podcast about anything, everything, and nothing. I am joined by my brother. That's what you're going to be listening in is a conversation between my brother and I on Super Bowl Sunday. We were just talking about stuff here and there, life, personal things, personal feelings. It's basically a therapy session. So thank you for listening and uh, enjoy. It's Sunday. What's the day Super today? Bowl weekend. All Super Bowl. That's right. Today is Super Bowl. And today here in my little home studio, uh, I got my brother Oscar. Super Hello. Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yep. Go Patriots. Yep. Dude, why do you like the Patriots? Uh, I mean, I, I, I know you're a Charger fan, right? Who is that? What do you mean who's that? Yeah. Uh, oh, you're one of those... Where you're one of those people. Had. You're one of those people who are mad because they moved to LA. I mean, how can I be mad when uh, you know my team is still in the <laughs> in the big show game? Dude, and, you're uh, the team that you adopted. Uh, adopted them uh, over two years ago, way before they even won their uh, other Super Bowl. Alrighty, you know, but, but again, always, okay. you know what? You know what? I've always appreciated their. You know what? I always look at. Um, you know, in business, it's always it always starts from the top, and I've always liked their ownership. I've always liked their Tom coaches. Tough crap, yeah. You know, it, you know our. You know, so what you're uh, saying is you don't like Dean? Who's who the heck is that guy? He's the owner of the the Chargers. Oh, the Dean where, family, where he inherits. No, actually, not even Dean. It's Spanos, but the Spanos, the Spanos is. Yeah, where they're gonna go and they're not, you know, that nobody even knows who they are. I mean, like, like <laughs> I know who they are. You know, like I said, last last time I even went to Vegas to a Superbook, watching football, I talked to a guy who was from LA. I told him, hey, you know what, my team was, you know, was the Chargers, but 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 you know, I'm no longer supporting them ever since they moved to LA. And he goes, they moved to LA. What? <laughs> He didn't even know. Sarcasm. I mean, that is how horrible the marketing. I mean, the Chargers just fired their marketing staff. Well, they did screw up. Remember when they, when they first moved to LA? Yeah. Oh, right. Jesus Christ, dude! You know what? They're gonna bomb, and they're gonna be begging to come back to San Diego <laughs> in less than ten years. Okay. So they're gonna be like the Raiders, where they switch cities every ten years or so. Yeah. Yeah, L.A., Oakland, Oakland, yeah. L.A. Yeah, now Oakland again, Vegas. I'm mean, sad that a high school team uh, has more attendees than a Charger game. I mean, that's sad. Where, where, what, what, what high school team? Uh, dude, you name it in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> hey, probably because L.A. is yeah, L.A. area is huge on on football. I mean, on, on high school. Actually, that's the thing about high school football that's interesting. Well, you know, I mean, Angel was uh, well, Caesar. I call him, I guess, Angels. His middle name's Angel. But when my son was playing football, he was playing football for for his high school team, and yeah, every every home Friday home game was humongous. It was a big deal. Yeah, I, I was amazed. Yeah. And you get into the spirit. Yeah, you, you see it and you're like, wow. I mean, the, the, the amount of, of people that go out to go watch. Obviously, there's students, there's scouts on I mean, some occasions because they're going to go out, scout uh, certain players for college. And just to see amount of energy that is in those stadiums. Yeah. And that's the reason why after a while when I was going, well, what, when we start stop going to the Charger games, it was 
yeah, the opposing team is like, what? What's you know? Wow, I c- couldn't believe it. What well, at the end, of, I kind of said, I, uh, we can't afford the uh, the tickets anymore, and it's it was so jacked up the prices. It was like, what? You know what? It, it is not even the prices; it's the product. True. Okay, okay. I would. You're right. You know what? If the Patriots would, you know, would raise up their prices, I guarantee you, a lot of people would still go. Why? Because it's because it's good product. It's, it's the good, product. It's good entertainment. Whoever says that entertainment, no matter who wins or loses, is, is entertainment, they don't know what entertainment is. Okay. Kind of like the people who go to Petco Park. Yeah. And okay. watch the crappy now, Padres, now which as they are my Indian team, but they're fans, shitty. You know, we know what it is. You know, it's, it's no fun. Okay. You know, my fun is to win. That is in blackjack, in a football game, in a racquetball game. Losing sucks. Okay. It does. It does. Okay. Losing Whoever sucks. says that, oh, we're going to play for fun, fuck that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there is no fun. It's, yeah. You got to win. And you know what? If I want to run in a marathon, I want to be first. I want to be 500th. Okay. <laughs> because if that's the case, I might as well, because I'm paying money for that marathon. And if I want to run for fun, I'll run for fun in the morning. Yeah, but we did run in the uh, that mud run, and you're like, yeah, as long as I come in, I don't care well, which which well, that's place just I to come prove in. My, you know, that was just to prove to myself that I could do it. Now, <laughs> how long ago was that? That was a long time. That was a long that time. That was ago. the last time that I did it. Because why? I don't need to prove it. myself that, that I can do it. That I can <laughs> you did finish it. it. It took you like um, it was only four miles. I think it was only four miles. No, it was three miles. No, it but wasn't. It, yeah, it was only. Well, it was like a three point five miles. No, I think it was four because there's there's a hat. Well, because I mean it's a five k. Was that was that one? Yeah, 5K? I thought it was. I thought it was a six. No, it was only five. All right. And I was already dying. <laughs> I'm so traumatized I haven't gone back. And it wasn't even the Tough Mudder. It was the uh, the the Warrior. What was it called? Warrior something. Anyway, it's the one with the Viking hat, I think is what it was, or whatever the, the horns were. Uh, it wasn't the Tough Mudder. Yeah, because I told my brother, I said, hey, bro, I wanted to run the Tough Mudder. He goes, never mind. Thank you very much for asking. But I'm gonna pass. Yep, I don't need to prove to anybody. <laughs> I don't. I don't need. I don't need to prove to myself to anybody anymore. Oh, so yeah. So I ran the the mud run. That it was a tough mudder, and I had never ran in that. But it was uh, it was something that I wanted to do. I actually, I remember putting it down on my on my goals list or bucket list or whatever list you want to call it nowadays. Which again, you know, here, here's a little transition because we were talking about earlier, right? About intention. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I was telling, I was telling Oscar that uh, I had heard. I, you know, I, I hear people all the time. Oh, the secret. Oh, you know, yeah, they, you know, the secret. You just sit on your ass and you just hope for something. And you would, no, listen. Let me let me tell you something about this little secret, it, which is not a secret. It's just a sexy word. It's a sexy word to get people's attention. Because it sells things. It sells. I mean, how many books were sold? The movie. It, it, on and on and on. But at the end of the day, this 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 little secret, it's, it's just simply intention. It's you wanting something, you creating this plan to go, at, to go after it, and then you take action. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. It, I don't know whether you believe it or not. There's always something that's working out in the universe. I'm a big universe guy. There's something that's working behind the scenes, kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Like there's somebody, I don't know. It's just strange. That's, that's how I view it. But there's wheels turning. There's something happening. 
And when it does, it's because you are set out to accomplish something. And when you do, these opportunities come to you. So things that happen, you might see them. Oh, what a coincidence. What a chance. But whatever it is, are you aware of them? Because if that's what starts happening is the, the minute that you want to achieve something, next thing you know, you set it out, whether you you speak it to the universe, whether you write it down on a piece of paper, which I've done a lot, you, right? We started doing that. I'm telling you, things, amazing things have happened. And it, but, and at the same time is the mentality, the mindset has to be aligned with what you're, what you want, because the minute that you detour, you're screwed. It's going to take you forever. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get angry. Next thing you know, depression comes in. And next thing you know, you, you're like, this, this shit doesn't work. And look, it works if you work it. It's like everything else. It works if you work it. The diet will work. The, the, the education will work. The things that you're learning about anything will work if you apply it. But if you don't, if you just sit there and do nothing, yeah, nothing's going to work. So, but the, it, this is, there's, it's not, it doesn't work. No, it does. There, there's all this stuff, this energy, this stuff that you're doing every, and what, and again, what I'm look, whatever you've achieved in life, somehow, some way started in your mind. That's where it starts. That's where it begins. It doesn't start anywhere else. It starts in your mind. If you think you can do it, you can, it's just the way it is. It's so simple because whatever intention you set out to do in life, Chances are you'll meet up with it, but are you aware as well? You have to be aware. I mean, it's what we were talking about, right? Well, yeah, because I mean, the secret is just the title of the book and the movie, but 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 the true meaning of the you know of the story was is that it's the law of attraction that whatever uh, you are thinking, you're going to attract either good or bad. Why? Because the universe doesn't care. The you know, and, and the universe only cares certainty. If you're certain you're going to succeed, guess what? You're going to succeed. But it's not going to be an easy road uh, because then you won't appreciate it. You won't appreciate if everything goes all smooth. You want those, you know, those walls and those bumps so you can reflect back and say, you know what? You know what? This is what happened. It, You know what? It didn't work out. But you know what? I humble myself. You know, but again, the universe works for us. You know, and sometimes we think that it's the opposite, that we work for the universe and the universe is just sitting there waiting for us to say, are you certain about that? Because it's not going to be an easy road. Okay. Some, you know, we all have, you know, we all have, you know, difficulties and, you know, and doing things. But guess what? That's how we become better. You know, every day, you know, I read a quote, you know, about Del Carnegie when he says that every day, you know, every day is a new day for a wise man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yep. and if you have that mentality that, you know what, every day I'm going to learn something. Guess what? That compounds kind of like money compounds knowledge, compounds, you know, your confidence. It's you compounding it every single day. But again, it's consistency. You know, the law of attraction requires you to be consistent. You know, you have to get to the point where, you know, you are believing that you're going to make that certain amount, that you're going to attract that, 
you know, that, that significant other, the one that you, but again, you have to be clear. You can't be vague because guess what's going to happen. You're going to give vague results. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the reason why all these successful, you know, people who, you know, who are so-called successful, they all talk about that. That it's all about consistent. You just can't do it once in a while and then, you know, and then expect it to be, you know, just happening just like that. You know, it's one thing about human nature is that we like comfort. You know, we don't like to be, you know, uncomfortable, but I have realized that that is where life begins. It's when Hmm. you are feeling uncomfortable. Why? Because you have to be in, in the present. Yeah. You know? You're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. You're thinking about there. So when mm. you try something new, that's why you feel alive when you try something new. Yeah. Why? Because it requires you to be in that present moment. Because a lot of times it's about putting it to the test. Like it's easy to hear something and people are like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. But it's not until you say, all right, let me put it to test. Let me, let me go ahead and try this out. Let me see how it's going to work. When it happens, you're like, oh, well, I guess it does. And, and it's not a magic. It's not it's not magic. It's again, we go back to the same thing. When you're certain, like you're saying when you're certain, when you are certain about something that you want or something that you want to do, something you want to accomplish somehow, some way it'll get done. Right. And you're willing to do whatever it takes to get it to get it done. Yeah. Without ex- excuses. I mean, everybody's got, I have excuses. We want to write a book, right? Yeah. What was yep. I think we want to call like a thousand and one excuses or something like yep. that because yeah, we're we, experts on it. We're experts in excuses. You know, and I think we're all experts on it. And it's, you know, and again, what it is, like Tony Robbins says, it's it's nothing more than just another word of fear. Fear. We all have fears, you know, and a lot of people, you know, want to make it seem like, you know, you don't have them. Fear can actually work for you. That can be a motivator because, again, it's all about motivation. You know, it's about seeing what's going to get you up in the morning to do the daily tasks, the boring tasks. You have to have more than just getting up to get a paycheck because that only motivates you so much. You know, you have to have other, you know, bigger visions out there for you to get motivated. So when you do get bored, you go, you know what? It, you know what, it's going to get, you know, it's boring right now because it's my daily thing. But throughout the day, my life is going to change. It's going to, it's not going to be consistent. Right. And again, it's all about balancing between certainty and uncertainty. You don't want a lot of certainty because then guess what's going to happen? Then you're going to be stressing. So you want to have that balance you know, between boredom and excitement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then have your needs met. What do you remember the the needs from uh, Tony Robbins? Yeah, uncertainty. I mean, certainty number one, uncertainty number two, significance number three. You know, love and connection number four. The main human needs is growth and contribution, and then it's um oh growth, 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 growth. personal growth, like personal yeah, growth. Because again, uh, you know, the first four we get them regardless, negative or positive. We are getting you know those needs met every single day. We might not be conscious about them, but guess what? If you really start thinking about it, we get them all all the time. But the last two needs that are growth and contribution, those require us to act. That's when you feel alive. It's when you are growing in life. I mean, my definition of, you know, of happiness is based on what Tony Robbins always says, that happiness is based on growth, on progression. If your life, if if you don't feel that your life is, is progressing, guess what? 
you're going to be unhappy even if you get everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because again, you have, you know, that's evolution. If everything remains the same, it's going to die. It's only two ways. Either you're growing or you're dying. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you put a dollar in your bank account by next year, either that dollar is going to raise up to a dollar 10 or 90 cents. It's not going to stay at a dollar. Right. Right. And that's how life is. Right. And and that's and that's exactly some of the things in life that we we have to understand. Of course, it's all about being aware of what's going on. Okay, that's huge. Awareness, yes. Awareness. It's only when you get information. Like here's something that I heard the other day too. Somebody said there was a, a, an article where somebody came out with a philosophy and blah blah. And I like reading comments from people because you actually get some very intelligent, knowledgeable comments, and you get some idiots that. Their opinion needs to be heard because nobody heard them as children. So let, let me go ahead and go on this computer and let me go on, on on the comment section and let me just go ahead and let people know that, you know, I, everybody sucks and so on. So there was something about philosophy. The guy goes, I'm so sick and tired of philosophers telling me how to live my life. And I thought to myself, whoa, come on. Nobody's telling you how to live your life. Number one, it's information. If you want it, take it. If you don't want it, don't take it. But why should you, why? Who cares? Like, why do you need to say, I don't, nobody's telling you how to live your life. Look, information is out there. Take it or leave it. That's that. It's so simple. Take it or leave it. You don't like it. Don't take it. You like it. Take it. Use it. Try it. See how it works out. But everybody wants to knock Good. Any information. Why is any information being knocked? Like when you see somebody that's trying to show some something to somebody, especially on YouTube, "Eh, this sucks. This is dude. What? Yeah. But why? Because it requires you to think. (laughs) See, people don't like to think no more. Everybody just likes instant information. Like dislike. Like that's it's so simple. Like like this, like this, like this. I mean, I mean, it's funny how people get all hard off of likes. I mean, I mean, that is to me, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, who the fuck cares? Mm -hmm. You know, but but again, there's some people who need that acceptance, you know, to be accepted because they don't accept themselves. Yeah. Because, again, you know, I see people laughing at the most stupidest clips ever. And I go, man, and that's not funny to me. And they go, well, you're just a boring guy. I'm like, dude, (laughs) uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was brought up with 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 real entertainers. Okay, people who are really, truly funny, somebody freaking falling off a chair. It's not freaking funny seeing a freaking cat freaking falling from a sofa. Tell me, tell me, how is that funny? That I mean, but that is how low the bar has been. I mean, has gone for people to get entertained. Yeah. Why? Because people don't want to be bored anymore. I mean, when I get bored, that is when I start thinking good thoughts. Because again, you know, that is when you stimulate your mind. People don't want that. I mean, they're, they're constantly on their phones. They want that distraction. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking the other day, I'm like, you know what? It, it, it's, you have to have certain kind of people in this world. Yeah. Right. There's got, cause there's gotta be a balance. Yeah. So Einstein has this quote where he talks about stupidity, right? And so here's one of them. Cause I think he's, he's, he's got a couple of them, but this one is, he says the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. And so when he, when he says that it's, it, it's like, yeah, stupidity is just infinite and the world is full of this. You, I guess you have to have it. 
Well, again, you, you know, stupid people have parts in, in this universe. It's called entertainment. See, that's why when I see stupid people like that and stupid comments, that's funny to me. Because, again, that is humor, actually, that is humor. Maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, these guys who are talking smack, that's entertainment to me because they're just stupid. You know, wait. Okay, here's the thing. Are they stupid or just what they're saying is stupid and what they're doing? Because, again, maybe they're not stupid. Maybe they're not. You know what? And just in that topic. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? In that particular topic. Because they could be smart people, too. Yeah. And just say stupid things and do stupid, which society has been happening right yeah things have been happening in society yeah. right now where people people that are have had got have reached limits of status are doing stupid things that are getting them in trouble yeah and ruining yeah. everything that they've done for the past 30 years of their career all of a sudden gets washed off by one simple thing one stupid thing that was done one stupid thing that was said one stupid whatever i mean everybody has to play politics and some, sometimes people don't want to play politics. Well, look at what happened to Mel Gibson. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. The guy liked one bad moment. But you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that I find interesting, though. You could do stuff like that and then redeem yourself and just come back and everybody likes you again. That's what he did with, with the um, Passion of the Christ when he came back and he did his own thing. And all of a sudden, everybody's uh, doing great, great things. We all, you know, you know we're all not saints. And we need to stop thinking that we are saints. I mm-hmm. mean, that's just hypocrites right there. You know, saying that, oh my gosh, you know, how can this person do stuff? You know what? We all do stupid things. Again, stupid things. Okay, we're here on this earth for, now they're saying, you know, between 70 to 80 years old. So we're here 70 years. We're we're bound to fuck up a couple fucking times. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, well, you know, here's what I want you to do. Why don't you say, remember growing up, you had a stuttering problem. Right now that you've been on the mic, no stuttering. Interesting. Well, and that's funny because I because I've actually felt myself stuttering a couple times. But I haven't heard. I it. mean, I've I've always had that. I remember growing up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Let's I've always there. had that insecurity in you know in my stuttering. I mean, that's been one of my my limitations, you know, throughout my life. It's my stuttering. I can feel it. And growing up, I mean, I. When I was a little kid, I just always felt different because of, of you know, of my stuttering. You know, I would go to a speech therapist at school and I didn't even know why I, I was even going. You know, that's why I'm not a big fan of school, you know, of the school system, because if the teachers would have told me, hey, you know what, there's a reason why you're going. <laughs> Maybe at an age, you know, nine, 10 years old, I probably wouldn't have you know, stood it at that time. But you know what? I found out myself what I had. I mean, even my parents didn't even tell me, you know. Well, it's because I don't think they really, yeah. Yeah. You know, they didn't think that it was going to affect me the way that it did. You know, now, little by little, I'm learning to accept what I have because, again, it's not. That's the thing. You know, a long time ago, I was, you know, I've always thought that this is what I have. You know, I'm going to have it for the rest of my life. But not until I watch an episode of, you know, of a Tony Robbins clips where where he said that we do stuttering and I'm not a stutter. I do stuttering. Why? Because, again, it's it's something that I get out of it. And whatever that is, I still I still don't still don't know exactly what it is. But I do have an idea of why I do it, because, again, everybody, you know, throughout 
my life, people have said, slow down your speech, think clearly. But that's the problem. The problem is that when I start thinking, that's when I start stuttering. So you, you know, get in your head. You get in your head. Yeah, you, you know what? It's paralyzing. Yeah. And nobody is going to understand that and unless you're a stutter. Because, again, I've studied myself. I studied, you know, when I didn't and when I didn't. And, again, does, does nervousness have something to do with it? You know what? A little bit. Because, again, I started noticing that the topics that I felt comfortable with, I never stuttered. And, you know, and growing up, I've always loved sports. So when I talked about sports... I realized that I never stuttered when it when it came to sports. So it's awareness of when you are doing it. I still do it. But again, I've become an expert in hiding the way, you know, that I talk. Sometimes right. I use, you know, not the right words, but I kind of hide it into another word. I can know when I'm, you know, when I'm going to do it. So, oh, oh, so before you start, before you stutter, you already know? Oh, yes. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I already know when I'm going to do it. That's why I'm, I mean, again, I'm an expert. If nobody notices it, it's because I've, you know, I'm hiding it, but I still feel that I'm, of course, I've come long ways. And again, it's being aware of why I'm doing it. Because again, you know, my mom said, oh, because my dad had it and blah, blah, blah. That's right. Because yeah, that was yeah, the story that my dad had. Yeah. It. But, but again, I don't believe, you know, I don't believe that I was born with it. <laughs> I have it for a reason. And that's it. It's just understanding why I'm doing it. And that clip of, you know, of Tony Robbins really made me understand that, you know, there's a reason why I do it, you know, and I still haven't sat down yet to really dissect exactly why I actually do it, you know, but I'm always going to have it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, I'm going to continue to do it unless I tell myself that I'm not going to do it no more. And it's just being aware of it. That's all it is. It's just being aware of our actions. Well, I mean, when you go out, okay, like when you go out with um, meet new people, how do you feel? Very simple. If I'm in the present, I don't stutter. That's mm. it. Because again, when does the stuttering come in? It's when you start thinking about, an, you know, an experience in the past. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. This is, oh my gosh, this is exactly what happened. Wow. You see, okay. when you think in the present... You don't thinking about what happened in the past and you're not going to, you know, and you don't focus, you know, in the future of what's going to happen. Because again, I've done it. I've done it when I'm talking to people. I deal with, you know, with executives, at, you know, at work. And sometimes I do it. But again, if I do it, I don't apologize for it. Because again, I've, you know, I've come to understand that if I accept who I am, everybody else is going to mm. accept who I am. That's it. You know, if you are insecure, guess what? People around you are going to feel that. Yeah. It's everything's about energy. We're all energies. Having you gone into a room full of people and all of a sudden you go, dude, something doesn't seem right. Something yeah, doesn't yeah. feel right. Okay, well, that's the energy in the room. Nobody has to say anything. You could just walk in and you'll be like, man, dude, who died here? Or you could walk in and you go, man, this, dude, this is an awesome crowd. Yeah. Without yeah. even talking to nobody. Yeah. Because it's all about energy. Yeah. You know, sometimes I go out and I have full of energy. And sometimes I go out and it's just horrible. It's just horrible. You know, the atmosphere, you know, nothing's clicking. Yeah. And all of a sudden you'll, you'll be somewhere and somebody will walk into the room and you're like, whoa, like you feel this presence. Mm -hmm. You feel this presence. Like what's this what's who's here mm -hmm. it, and i guess that's that's the funny thing about 
especially if a, if a guy walks in somewhere, women will notice him. If a woman walks in somewhere in the room, guys will notice her because it's this energy that they're bringing with them. It's they carry it with them. It's just confidence. Okay, so what have you done to help you? Because it's funny that you said about stuttering is about what helps you is about being in the present. Not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future, because what's interesting about that is that it actually happens. I think that relates to a lot of other things in life. Yep. I mean, I've told you plenty of times we've had conversations where I, I want to do things. But I'm too busy thinking about what happened yep. in the past that it prevents me from moving forward into the future. And I'm not even present. So in reality, I'm losing in different ways because I'm so I'm still stuck in the past. And I'm sure I don't know if other people are, are in that boat is that when you're stuck in the past, obviously you can't move. I mean, the backpack is so heavy. Yeah, you can't move. So you can't you're not even thinking you're just, all you're thinking about is that this backpack is so heavy. Oh gosh, it's back. So it's think the backpack is thinking about the past, about how heavy things are in the past, and you're dragging them with you to your present time. And in the present time, obviously you're not thinking about what's going on, and that affects your future. I think I was telling you by the way. I sat there and I'm thinking, you know, my past. Uh, Tony Robbins says the past does not equal the future, but sometimes. Your past will equal your future if you're not aware about what's going on. I guess if you're not in the present, it will your past will continue to move with you into the future. And then you're sitting there 10 years later. You're like, what the what happened? You know, yeah, you know, it, and that's why I love that quote that says every day is a new day for a wise man. Why? Because, again, whatever happened yesterday, you know, happened yesterday. It doesn't have to go to another, you know, to another day unless you want it to. Right. See, and it's a choice because, again, you know, that's why I love sports. One team can win one day and it'd be horrible the next day. You know, that's what makes sports, you know, again, the certainty part of sports. It's that's why we that's why we're all attractive to sports. Why? Because it's uncertainty. You don't know who's going to win. You just don't. Because at any given day today, again, the Patriots are going to win, but they have a chance of losing. You know, that's what makes us watch the game. That's no difference from when Conor McGregor, you know, was fighting Mayweather. He didn't have no chance, no chance in hell. But guess what? They freaking market that fight. To the point where we all freaking watched it. I watched because it. Because we're like, yeah. oh my gosh, does he really have yeah. a shot? Yeah, yeah. What? The underdog. No way. Yeah. We love the underdog. We, yes. Okay. We do. We do. Yeah. We love the underdog too. Yeah. We want to see people. See, and that's the funny thing about Donald Donald Trump. I think I was telling you the other day where I'm like, you know, like what he, he did the State of the Union and the guy was so presidential. I was like, Whoa, who's this guy? But yet, if he can only keep his thumb shut, his mouth shut on about a certain things and, and that are going on, then I think he would be the ultimate, wow, president, because look how far he came. He had no shot, right? Everybody said no. And we were even in the process of, oh, yeah, Donald Trump, yeah, yeah, we'll go for him. And after a while, it's like, well, this is getting serious. And then he ends up winning. And all of a sudden, he's in the position that he's in. I mean, that's the ultimate underdog. He came from nowhere. Nobody thought he was going to win, and he did. Um, unfortunately, he's a certain way. And look, there's personalities that people aren't going to like. 
some people aren't going to like what we're talking about here. The sh- That's the thing that I know that I've it's, it's held me back in life. I don't know if it's holding you as a listener back in life is the fear of everything when it comes to criticism and uh, critique. Anyways, you are your worst enemy. I have been my worst enemy. We're the ones that are preventing ourselves from doing anything because the fear of what other people think. Listen, look in society. How many people are doing things and they're still getting criticized? It doesn't even you, bottom line. You can even do a good thing in life and you're still going to get criticized. I mean, you want to get to the point where you are being, you know, you are being criticized. I guess. Because you're, again, you're doing in marketing. What is marketing? It's attention. Mm-hmm. Good or bad. It is very good. That's the reason why Donald Trump won. I mean, it was just the attention that 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 he received. You can't pay attention to to a lot of things. You got to pay attention to only certain things because in our mind, it's going to go freaking berserk. Mm-hmm. OK, so when he was running for office, nobody cared about. I mean, there were 12 other candidates. Nobody knew who the heck they were. Yeah. Everybody knew about Donald Trump. Why? Because because of his celebrity status. OK, this guy simply won just because he knew how to market. Mm-hmm. You know, I told you that, bro. Yeah. I'm like, you know yeah. what? This guy is a marketing genius. Yeah. And you go, no, he's not. Dude, this this guy won off of negative news. Why? Because people pay attention to negative news more than positive news. Okay. If this guy yeah, was positive, true. guess what? He wouldn't be a, because because he's, because he's boring. Okay. Mm-hmm. People view you know, positive news as boring. Hey, that's the reason why the news medias lead with, oh no, watch this. Yeah. Their job is to scare the shit out of you. And some of them do a good job. Some of them do a lousy job. Some of them are one-sided. But at the end of the day, that's their job is to, uh, they call it news. I don't know if it's <laughs> if it's news. It's more like uh, gossip stuff that's going on, and it's it, I don't know. Some of the stuff is isn't good. Most of the stuff isn't good. If you live your life in you know in emotion, all that stuff is gonna get to you. You're gonna buy that that you know that expensive freaking phone that you don't really need. You're gonna buy that purse. You're gonna buy you know those expensive jeans. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's an emotion. But if you start looking at it as a logical commercial or, you know, or marketing strategy, you're going to look at it. You know what? This is what they're doing. They're very smart. Yeah. And you're not going to think twice about getting it because then you're going to start thinking about, do I really need those jeans? Do I really need, you know, that that phone? What's the difference between this phone and that phone? It's nothing but a marketing strategy. But again, these guys, you know, Apple, you know, has been very, very, you know, good at marketing and trying to get us in those phones. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, but again, you know, they're not striking that emotion anymore. They got comfortable where, you know, we already see it. We already know that new phone, you know, wow is gone, you know, from us as it is. you know as as consumers. They need something different. You know, we're raising the bar. We're thinking logical now. And I think that's the reason why they're struggling. Because we as consumers, now we're thinking logically and we're not thinking emotionally like 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 before. I used to buy the phones for Steve Jobs. Okay. Yeah, when it first came out. Whatever you said, I don't care. (laughs) I'm buying the phone. Yeah. For you, Steve. Okay. (laughs) And it's funny because that's, you know, sometimes we do that. I mean, Apple's lucky that I'm a loyal customer. 
Okay, but I, but I refuse to buy a new phone until they replace my battery. Well, yeah, I mean that, that's the issue right now, right? For free, the issue with we're we've been so pissed off, and it, and to find out that they've been doing this for a while yeah. now yeah. is what makes you even yeah. That's not that I'm pissed off, but yeah, I mean I'm bothered. Like really, especially to again, you want to yeah. talk about loyal, you know, customers. Yeah, why not just come out and say this is what's going on with the phone, and we, everybody. Everybody had this theory about, yeah, you're making us buy new phones by slowing down our current phones and and to sit there and say that they're not. Well, obviously, they are, they were. Yeah. And I'm pissed because our phones suck. Mm-hmm. I still have the iPhone six. I wasn't I'm not going to I wasn't going to buy the iPhone 10 and I was waiting to upgrade to the iPhone eight and our phones stink. Yeah. I mean, I can't even use Siri in real time because it, there's yeah. this this this. 30 second, almost a minute delay until she finally gets it, processes everything, and then comes back with the response saying, try again. I didn't hear that one time. And now what? Forget it. I'd rather just go ahead and, I mean, in Siri was supposed to be this hands-free you know, item where it's like, okay, you just hit the button, you ask her something, she responds, which most of the time it would work. But I got, our parents have the iPhones too. Uh, my buddy George has the, uh, an older, uh, oh no, the newer version of the iPhone as well. I think it's, there was like a seven or the seven, but there was another one that was somewhere around that category. His is flawless. Works great. Ding, ding. Everything. Yeah. Our phones slow as heck. Yeah. And I was thinking, all right, maybe I'll just pay the 29 bucks. Screw it. Unless we upgrade to the eight or whatever new one. Cause I know they're going to come out with, they're coming out with another one. We'll see how that goes. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's one of those things that we're trying to be loyal to brands, and some of us, some of them are screwing us in a way. Yeah. And we're like, why, why are they doing that? Yeah, and you know, and again, there's there, there's some people who pay that thirty dollars, you know, for the battery. Well, they pay, yeah, they yeah. because they don't want to upgrade. Yeah, because basically, that's the people who are accepting that. You know what? We got screwed, but you know what? It's all right. You know what? I forgive them. Oh, yeah. well, well, I wouldn't say that, though, because to yeah. me, if if I paid it, it's just like it's because I don't want to upgrade to the new phone. I'd rather just go ahead and pay the 30 no, bucks but, than but to pay whatever but, price but, of the new no, one is. But you see, it's accepting. It's accepting that, you know what, they, uh, you know, they were dishonest and. Yeah, but it's a dude, it's just a phone. It is. A I, I get it. Okay, but it's more than well, okay, phone. But, you, but that's the thing, because, again, I mean, are you going to wait till till the, the class action lawsuit? Uh, what it gets determined well, that they have to give uh, all the customers well, brand new well, batteries for free because again you're gonna well, wait that could take like three years. Okay, but then going back to the logical part, I ask myself, do I really need to upgrade a phone? Is no. it really gonna change no. my life? No, no. It's, no. So that's why I don't really care. Yeah, true. Okay, when you start thinking that way, is it gonna change my life if if I upgrade? What kind of value is it adding to yeah. my life? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, nothing, nothing. but an extra payment. Okay. Yeah. And you know. And for what? It's not driving my car for me, okay? No. You know, it's, it's not, not it's just a device. Better. Yeah, it's exactly. a tool. You see, it's like everything else. Yeah, you see, and that's the difference is that people view phones, tablets, you know, computers, all, you know, all this as a you know, a lot, you know, like a lifestyle. But it's not a lifestyle, it's a tool. There's a lot of people who go, "Oh my gosh, did you hear this? Did you hear that?" And I'm like, "Where did you get the news from?" Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's sad when that's a reliable source. Yeah. Social media is what 
social media is entertainment mm-hmm. okay it's a form of entertainment not entertainment for some people and some people are using it in a different yeah, way okay again it's to break your pattern okay when i go to uh, instagram to facebook you know what it's just because i have a little bit of time that's all it is mm-hmm. but people are there constantly they're there 90 percent of their you know of their day you know trying to get you know validations you know for you know for going to that restaurant like somebody really cares. Well, I, well, apparently, I mean, if they're when there's when you start seeing hashtags come up, apparently somebody is trying to create something, a trend that people could attach to, and next thing you know, you keep going. Well, we watched that documentary about uh, Facebook. What was yeah. it called? I'm not on Facebook or something like yeah. that. And the guy was trying to figure out, you know, what's driving people to yeah. do these things, and then he was interviewing users. That girl that lived on Facebook, yeah, that was her life. That's who she was. That's who she is was that girl because that's where the attention came from. I don't know. It, it's very, it's very interesting. I, I almost in in this era, I, I do feel bad for some of the people that are growing up in this generation because wow, I, look at all the negative side side effects of stuff like that. Like kids are killing themselves, but it, people are committing suicide because nobody liked their stuff or they're not want, they don't feel wanted on this, on social media platforms. It's, it's, it's pretty sad that that means that there's something missing. Obviously the, the education, the information, something is missing from these individuals lives. And it's just, I don't know. It's just so disappointing to see that because in reality it is a tool it's used to market. If anything is used to market stuff, but some people live on it and that's where they get their juice from for life. How many people commented? How many people like my stuff? That's going to give me confidence. In reality, confidence is going out there and doing something. That's that's how you're going to build confidence experience. Well, confidence comes within. It doesn't come without. I mean, you know, from the outside source, it's within. It's within you. You you built that confidence. You know, and again, you know, having these, you know, having these, uh, you know, these likes and these, you know, these followings, how many people I have a certain, you know, I have an Instagram account, people follow me. I don't have no idea why they're following me. No idea. Well, they're hoping, but, well, they just want, well, some, some of them, some of them want you to follow them back. Yeah. You know how many people, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I rarely use it and I don't know. I don't, maybe like I said, it's a generation thing, but. We're older, but I I rarely use it. And when I've tried, I've tried to use it for uh, trying to be positive with stuff like quotes. I love quotes. So I post them. I design them. Yeah. So I I try to use some of the social media, Twitter. I I, I don't know. I just I'm not maybe that would help me, I guess. But the generation that we grew up in is totally different. And yeah, we played outside. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a play outside era. That's what it was. Now it's play inside era. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's what's missing, you know, in this world right now. It's being bored, boredom. You can't be bored anymore. You know, you always have to have these distractions because people don't like to think no more. People just like to, you know, they just want to jump from one thing to another, to another, to another, to another, to another. Because, again, people can't even go to sleep without, you know, having something put them to sleep. You know, they just because they just don't want to think. People just want to be entertained 24 hours. Even when they're sleeping, they want to get entertained somewhere somehow. Yeah, you're right. In fact, people aren't even sleeping anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you were telling me, well, you know, I've also heard of some of the information about keeping your phone next to your, you know, so that you don't yeah. get messed up or whatever your sleep, your REM sleep, which I do have difficulty. Sometimes I was telling you that I, when I sleep, I need to listen to something when I go to sleep. And if it goes off for some reason, I wake up and I'm waking up at two o'clock in the morning to turn something on so I could go back to sleep, which messes up my sleep pattern. Next, thing you know, I wake up groggy and I can't even function. Using it as, you know, as a tool, if you put in a meditation music or you put in a inspirational video or an audio, you know, that is working through a subconscious mind. You know, it's just, I mean, I use Facebook, I use Instagram, I use Twitter, but I use it at as a tool to follow people, you know, that inspire me, Yeah, you know, who write articles and, you know, cause I mean, you know, I like to read in the morning. So guess what? You know, I read those, those inspiring you know, articles. So that's why I use social media. That's why, you know, I hardly post anything because again, nobody really cares. I understand that, that nobody really cares. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody likes something of mine, they ain't paying attention to it. They're just scrolling down and they're putting likes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because it makes them feel good. You know, understanding why people just put likes, mm -hmm. you know, that's all it is. You know, I tell people like, okay, aren't you reading what they're, you know, what they're posting? No, no, no. I'm just going scrolling. I'm like, why? Because it gives them that sense of power. You know that, ooh, you know what? I'm going to like these pages. Yeah. You know, they're going to see my name, you know, under the comments. And they're going to feel important. Because mm -hmm. of me, they're going to feel good about themselves. <laughs> yeah. And that's all it is. That's why I refuse to do it. That's why like, I've seen stuff on YouTube where the video is great, but there's all these likes and all of a sudden you get this one like, I mean, dislike. Yeah. Or 10 dislikes. It's like, for what? Just because they want to go the opposite? But yeah. That's the thing. That's how life's going to be. And, and, you, and you know what? You have to have those individuals. Yeah. You have, because you have to separate the two. Mm -hmm. You have to separate those that want progression and those that want degression. As a society, we're becoming, you know, we're becoming uh, weak-minded. You know, and what I mean about that is, you know, oh my gosh, this person told me this and my self-esteem just freaking got ripped apart and all this stuff. And I'm like, freaking really? Mm -hmm. Self-esteem. Sound that out. Self-esteem. It's a self, a, you know, esteem for self. You know, it's not others steam. It's self-esteem. OK, that means that you get it within. You get it from yourself. Okay? Yeah. Again, if if somebody calls you a name. And you know that's not your name. Who the fuck cares? It's just a freaking word. You know, people are getting so sentimental when it comes to words. You know, if somebody, I mean, uh, you know, I'm Mexican, bro. But if somebody calls me a beaner, I don't give a crap. If somebody tells me to go back to Mexico, I don't care. Okay? Because, again, I understand that those are just words. When people get offended by that, guess what, dude? I think they're, you know, they have that mentality of a victim mentality. Mm. Oh my gosh, how could that person freaking tell me that we should be equal? Guess what? In this world, we're not equal. We're not equal. Yeah. And everybody wants to uh, level playing field. Yeah. So in other words, I should get what you have. Yeah. Even though I haven't worked as hard mm -hmm. as you yeah. have. Mm -hmm. Even though I haven't gone through the struggles and pains and to get mm -hmm. to where you want to where you are. And yeah, I mean, no doubt about it, dude. We 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 come from the mentality where actually we weren't brought up that way. I, I, our parents obviously were were Mexican, and our parents came from Mexico, uh, and then from a you know I think they were 
See, our parents came from Mexico, and but they were in their late teens when they came over here and they became U.S. citizens and they started working. They started trying to obtain things. The American dream. It's yeah. like they say, the American dream. If you if you want capitalism and all that stuff, you want to earn money, America's the place to be because there's all that. There's commerce right here. And when they came over here, yeah, I mean, we were raised to think different. And our culture, I remember growing up, we, we always got picked on in a way because we didn't think yeah. Mexican enough. Yeah. I mean, because I sometimes forget that I am Mexican. Okay, why? Because, again, if you think minority, you know what, you're going to become that. You know, I mean, I don't, you, you know, I'm proud of my heritage. I, you know, I wouldn't change it, but I don't think Mexican, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever that is. Cause yeah, they, I, I've that heard is. that before. Like, Oh, well you don't think Mexican. Yeah. I was like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. I, I technically, yeah. I mean, well, I, I don't know what that means. In, in, in fact, I, to me, it just, yeah, I, I don't, I just think, you know what I think? Number one, American, cause we're, we're born in America. I want success. And I think it's achievable for anybody. Then we, I mean, we put our limits. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing about life is that it's not fair. Life is not fair. It's not. You're born into whatever you're born into, and then you just accept it for what it is, and then you have to do your best to get out because there's always going to be somebody that's higher, lower, the same level as you. But if you want to get to a higher level, it, you have to get wherever you want to be because, especially when you're a minority. And nowadays, everybody's a minority. Heck, Mexicans, black people, white people, Asians, everybody tends actually is a minority. I mean, come on in a way. And because there's discrimination, everybody discriminates against each other in different races and then within your own race. Oh, yeah. In my experience, that exactly that's what happens. Um, you know, those are the people who actually look down on me, my own people. Yeah, I mean, through the school and all that, like I said, I, I, we experienced that together because, because again, the thing is, if you're not Mexican enough or maybe you're not black enough, you're not white enough, I mean, whatever it is, it tends to come from your own people, the, the race that you are. They're the ones who actually talk more about yeah. like, oh, well, you're not, well, you're way too Mexican. Well, <laughs> or you're uh, not a Mexican. Well, yeah, you're not enough Mexican. Okay, so I mean, you can't make all these people happy. You yeah. can't. No, you can't because just I mean, and that, and that's a sad thing. But again, it, I think if you accept it for what it is, instead of thinking now the world would be, but yes, the world will be better if they didn't have any discrimination or anything like that. But it sucks. But again, if you could fight through it, and I'm not talking about physically necessarily; it's just mentally. If you could fight through it yourself. And you get on the other side, it's kind of like Shawshank Redemption when he tries to get out of jail, crawls through the pipe of shit and gets out to the other side, washes clean, becomes a new person. That's it. But again, if you know your self-worth, who cares? Yeah. Who cares what anybody says? I mean, you want to get to that point where you know who you are and you do not care. That, to me, is success. It's when you don't... You know, you live your life on your terms and whatever that is. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, you're right, bro. And, and that's the thing. And that's why 
it's so important for people to, to be around those like-minded individuals like themselves. If you Look, if you want to strive for something, you have to find other people that are striving for the same thing that could help you along the way to put you down that path. But it could go the other way that if somebody doesn't want to achieve anything, they could drag you with them if you don't know what you want. So it's very important that you know what you want, what you're after, what you're trying to achieve so that you can get there because, yeah, it's very tough. That's why we try, me and my brother, we, we try to, well, pump each other up because a lot of times we both kind of grew up in the same environment, house and the household. And so we kind of grew up with the same mentality. Look, we love our parents, but a lot of the things that happen in everybody's life tends to come from when they're growing up. Then you grow up and you're like, why am I like this? But it gets to the point where, you learn what you learn from your parents, and now it's time for you to take the baton, take the responsibility, and start learning on your own in other areas. That's that's what you got to do. You have to do it yourself. Yeah, and the responsibility, it's one of the things that you want to focus on. And a lot of people don't want to take that responsibility. They want other people to tell them what to do. You know, and that's a quote from Madman from Don Draper. Oh, yeah. What did he say? You know, when he says that, you know, we're, you know, we're in business because people don't like to make decisions. We make the decisions for them. These guys who get paid millions and millions of dollars to do a 30 second commercial, they know more about us than we know about ourselves. And they know exactly when we're going to buy something and we're not going to buy something. And again, when you go and study yourself and you know yourself, you have that self-control about, you know what? Oh, I would really love that. But is it going to really make a difference in my life right now? And if you look at it that way, you're not. It's not that important. All these, you know, all these gadgets and all these trendy clothes, it's not going to make a difference in the long run. It's just short-term satisfaction. Uh, and we have to look at it as long-term. Mm-hmm. And that's where goals come into play. That's when planning comes into cl- you know, to play visualization. It's when you see more than right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's one of those things that, and again, it takes effort. It takes work. And maybe that's the reason why some people don't do it because it takes effort. It's too much. Oh, I have to get up. Oh, I have to, Hey, I've done, I've done it. We, we've talked about this all the time, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's just important to know, you know who you are as a person. Stop looking at as a group. Okay. As, as a, as a background and start thinking individually and start affecting other people that are like you and just add, add, add value. I think it's just, just about adding value. I mean, everybody should be able to strive to do something together. And again, there's gotta be one part of the spectrum, another part of the spectrum. There has to be a balance. There's always gotta be somebody out there. that's the opposite of you that might be higher than you down, you know, below you. It just, it, that's the world. I get it. People want an ideal world, but it doesn't exist. I think when you accept that, you're able to move on. That's exactly the point. Yeah. You're living in a fantasy world. If you think that we're all going to uh, be equal. I mean, that's not the way this world is. And the more we understand that, the more, you know, we can control our own lives. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it's controlling our own lives. That's what, that's one thing we can only do is control what we can do, what we can listen to, what we can watch, what 
what we can tolerate. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that, guess what? I won't tolerate and I won't pay any attention to it. I won't use any energy to that that I will not tolerate. I'm not going to tolerate something if I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is one thing, you know, it's so good to live in America is that we have that choice. We have that choice to, you know, to think what we like and what we don't like and what we watch and we don't watch. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. that That is the beauty of where we're at. I mean, it's funny when people have Netflix and they're watching an episode or a show that they don't even like. I mean, that's sad. It's because they're bored. Because you're the only, because you're the one placing play. It's not back in the old days where you had cable and you were forced to watch it. Mm-hmm. Now you have DVR and then you're recording it and you're recording shows that you don't even want to watch. But you, yeah, they're collecting there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's true. It's true. It's, it's what happens. It's funny. Yeah, but, it's like people, oh, I don't like this song. Well, change the channel. Change it. No, but wait, before I change it, I got to criticize it. Yeah, why did you put it on your playlist <laughs> if you don't like it? <laughs> wait, but before I do take it off, let me criticize it first. Yeah. And that, it's so funny. That's that's exactly how it is. It's like, no, I wait, I can't I can't leave this until I criticize it. Hey, we're all critics. I mean, you know, I, I criticize a lot of things and I, I'm trying to work on it. I don't want to criticize constructive criticism. It's like just a nicer way of criticizing. Oh, yeah. You do this. You do that. Move it to the at the end of the day is criticism. But you just you just got you just got to keep moving forward and not be bothered, I guess, by the small things. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. So, yeah. And again, words are just opinions. They're not facts. And that's all it is. If you look at it that way, that they're just opinions. That other people don't don't understand your circumstances, and uh, you know, it 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 if it's gonna bother you, have a limit. Okay, have that structure limit when where you can say, you know what, ah, it didn't work out right, or you know what, I didn't like that person. You know, whatever they told me, you know what, I'm gonna um, thirty seconds, thirty seconds or sixty seconds to affect me. After that, I'm gonna move on. At the most, what a day. <laughs> yeah, 24 Maybe hours. An hour or 24, 24 hours? hours. Because again, one of my favorite quotes, every day is a new day. Well, alrighty, folks. Thank you for joining me on this episode. That was the conversation that I had with my brother. And we were, like I said, we just covered a few things here and there. And it was just long enough. I think it was just long enough. So hopefully you were, you were attentive and it kept your attention and you learned something new. Maybe something you didn't know. Maybe something you had heard about a long time ago and it just popped up on this episode. Well, once again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Death, Taxes, and Comedy, a simple podcast about anything, everything, and nothing at all. If you have thoughts, opinions about how I could improve the show, if you want to be on the show, you're more than welcome to email me. Send me a message on my website and we'll discuss something and hopefully I could get you on because again, I, I want to have conversations with a bunch of people, make new friends. What, what the heck? That's what this is about networking. So anyhow, with that, thank you very much for listening once again to death taxes and comedy. This is Caesar Flores signing off. Adios.